Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Kaboom! We're celebrating Independence Day with a stroll around Liberty Square. But first, some news, including cruising, fireworks return to the Disney parks, and less than incredible new rooms at the Contemporary Hotel. Grab your fife and your tricordered hat. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventurous Society! Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello. Jeff, the Poop Ditch Williams. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to welcome back Jess Evans. This is the sound of my voice. Hey, you've got a voice, and it's in our ears. This week, we're continuing our grand circle tour of Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom with a well-timed stop in Liberty Square. But first, we have some exciting news out of the Disney theme parks. Uh, this week's news, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Guys, they brought the fireworks back to the parks just in time for the 4th of July. Jess, Woo-hoo! tell us more. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I guess as, as of when people will be listening to this, nighttime entertainment has returned to the... United States Disney Parks, which is really awesome. Um, so the fireworks return to Walt Disney World on July 1st with uh, Happily Ever After mm-hmm. at Magic Kingdom and Epcot Forever at Epcot. And uh, then Mixy- Mickey's Mix Magic, which is really hard. Just to rolls say. right That's off the tongue, to Especially after you've had a few beers. Not to say that I have, but yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, that came uh, back to Disneyland on July 4th. And so now we've got nighttime shows going again. And then with that, like right after that, we got another announcement that we're getting three new shows uh, for the 50th anniversary on October 1st at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're Bro. finally going to see Harmonious. They're finally going to put those barges to work that have been floating out there, stinking up the skyline. Being ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but the guys, they got brand new uh, stockings put on them. Now they look really nice. They're gray That's instead right. of black. Yes. Yeah. Now it looks less like a Leonard Skinner stage breakdown, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, we're going to get uh, Disney Kite Tales. This is going to be a new daytime show at uh, Animal Kingdom, <laughs> which is going to be... Yeah, uh, I wondered what they were going to do with that whole amphitheater where the... Uh, guys, yeah. there we've, was got a, we've got a little pond with an amphitheater. Right? What can we do in here? Uh, kites. Yeah. Yeah, so this is at the Discovery River Amphitheater, and it's going to feature kites and wind catchers, uh, some stretching to 30 feet long, um, that are going to depict Disney animal friends like uh, Simba. But it's kites on jet skis, right? Yeah, and then there's going to be some jet skis, too. And uh, because this thing. is happening during the middle of the day at Animal Kingdom, you're each going to be handed an egg that you will be able to fry on the top <laughs> of your head while you're sitting there. So. <laughs> Awesome. I can't wait. I, yeah. I that sure sounds pretty cool to me. That sounds pretty cool, actually. If if I don't know about the piling into the burning hot amphitheater that Yeah. I, I mean they're really trying to to sort of uh make lemonade out of the lemons that was the the nighttime show that I can't even remember the yeah. name of. Never, Rivers of Light. Rivers of Light. <laughs> yeah. Never ever It was successful. like my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> But think of how cool it'll be if you could get one of those coveted seats down there at the um, Flame Tree Barbecue patio while yeah, the show's true. going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. That's fair. You can eat some mediocre smoked meats while you <laughs> watch 30-foot kites get tangled yeah. up and snatch the driver right off his jet ski. It's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be fun. Not Maybe they'll let them way. bring those jet skis in close enough to the seating area that there will be like a splash zone like at SeaWorld. Yes. yes. Ooh, Ooh, you get your ribs wet. Yeah. <laughs> or just have Gallagher perform out there in the middle. <laughs> With, oh, never Bust mind. up yeah. some watermelons. But better watermelons than baby animals. Anyway, Jess, what were you going to say? That was dark. Wow. Yeah, that took a turn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the uh, the the most exciting news, I think, with all of that is the new uh, Disney Enchantment fireworks and projection show yeah. that's going to be coming to 
Magic Finally, Kingdom. Projection showdown. That's exciting. So yeah. excited. So yeah, it's going to have. Jeff Williams has been advocating for that for years. Yeah, if it yeah. has the Disneyland Forever vibes, I'm here for it because that was an amazing show. And having the projections all the way down Main Street made anywhere you were a great seat. Yeah. So that's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, like, yeah, like we said, October 1st for those new shows. I'm going to be there, hopefully be able to see some of that. And what is it? Uh, Disneyland's bringing them back on the 4th, right? Yeah, Disneyland bringing uh, Mickey mm-hmm. Mix Magic back on July 4th. So. Oh, Smicky Smicky And I mean, at this point, we're we're kind of really only missing character experiences and parades. So, yeah. By the time we... By the time you're listening to this, Heather and I have had a great time yeah. last week at the <laughs> watching uh, those fireworks. Beginning of the fireworks. So well, we sure were there. You know whether it was we were there on the first uh, for the Magic Kingdom and on the second for the uh, temporary show called Epcot Forever. Yeah. And they were, <laughs> and they Which were I have wonderful. actually not seen yet, so no. um, I'm looking forward to it I because it was short lived. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you think about it, happily ever after is going to kind of be short lived. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming mm-hmm, they'll bring true. it back, but we've got it's going to be gone for 18 months. So if, yeah, if this, you I know, bet Disney they do not bring over. it back as we knew it. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably not. Because they, they, they change things so much faster. World these days. doesn't usually go backwards with shows. Disneyland yeah, will. They love to bring back some oldie but goodie. But I don't know. I guess they did go backwards with the parade a couple of times at Disney World. But I don't think they've ever brought back a dead fireworks show or anything like that. No. And if they if they now have the have it set up to project down Main Street, mm, then they might yeah, as well just program a whole new show. Improved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that is all. Well, something ever after now featuring projections down Main Street. That's what's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Happily ever after part two. Uh, yeah. Well, something slightly less incredible than the return of the fireworks. How do you Dan. guys feel about those new rooms at the Contemporary? I have mixed feelings about them, Dan. Same. Well, mm-hmm. I just I stayed at the Contemporary. So it was like the first time for me. And I had wanted to stay there since I was a little kid. And. You know, it felt dated and, you know, Mm -hmm. sure, they could sort of update it to be more contemporary. But you're Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with Tomorrowland. You're always chasing something you can't keep up with. So they're getting rid of those stupid flat sinks and no counter space. (laughs) Those are the worst. (laughs) I hated those things. Mm -hmm. I I used one sink as a counter and the other sink as a sink. Yeah. Yeah. I never liked staying there with more than one person because i had to use the second sink <laughs> as my countertop yeah yeah i had to use one sink as the toilet <laughs> and one as the counter <laughs> i will say I, when i saw the announcement about the new rooms i was looking on my phone and it was a thumbnail picture and i thought oh that looks cool because i could see that i like the shape of the windows i love that they raised the beds and made them platform and i like the l-shaped couch and the groovy little table and then the more I zoomed in and saw it on bigger pictures, I like all the finishes look cheap to me. I love the design, but it looks like not even IKEA quality. It looks like yes. Wayfair.com. I'm surprised it has carpet because they've been changing every hotel floor to that sort of laminate mm-hmm. fake wood that yeah. I figured that was going to be the same. Which I don't mind that stuff. Yeah. It, it's, no, I like it's carpet, a nice actually. look and it's in its yeah. Yeah, but it is. I mean, they basically slapped some, you know, I love Incredibles, but they basically slapped some Incredibles stickers on the walls. And yeah, the stickers on the walls and the stickers in the closet and in the drawers. It feels like art of animation. Those those things, those touches. (laughs) And I love the great and the couch is cool. I do, too. And actually, I like I love the Edna Mode pillow. It's very cool. Oh, those are going to get stolen so hard. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) The curtains bug me. Though they look like they 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 look like decals slapped on there. What would have been an otherwise kind of cool groovy monorail outline mm-hmm. on the curtains? Then they had to throw the or- big orangey red Incredibles nonsense over top it. I, I thought like they that. were window clings. Like that's what it looks like. Static yeah. cling. You know yeah. when they they had done a a sort of Incredibles test room that there were images that had leaked out um, maybe mm. a year or so ago mm-hmm. when they were starting to plan this. And they looked a lot better than that. Yeah. Like they looked a lot more sort of classy, you know? Yeah. The bathroom I like. Uh, It's got sort of a subtle monorail etched onto the mirror. That looks nice. 
They've they fixed the sinks and the countertops, the, the bathrooms. They left bathtubs in, it looks like, uh, which a lot of their remodels, they've taken out the tubs. And yeah, they left the showers. tub, but they put a clear glass door oh, yeah. and no curtain. So I'm hearing mm-hmm. complaints of people that are sharing space with I heard that, yeah. other family or friends or whatever. Then someone, because it's all one room and not a separate vanity area, you can't like have someone brushing their teeth while someone's showering unless you're comfortable being nude around your roommate. What they should have done Which was I'm just put like a, being neutered on any and everyone, so no big deal. <laughs> they should have just put a sticker that looks like you know basically Mr. Incredible, Incredible from the neck down, so you could just <laughs> yes. stand behind that while you're showering. Okay. Yeah, you brush your teeth, and I'll stand behind this decal. <laughs> yeah, not everything's hidden say, there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, With, as it is, it'll just look like Mr. Incredible Dong when I'm in there. <laughs> That's my elastic girl down there, if you know what I mean. Was that your nickname in high school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never stayed in the contemporary, but when I looked at pictures of the old rooms. They they just look like regular hotel rooms. And same yeah. thing as like Jeff said, when I first saw the thumbnail, I was like, oh, this is really cool. It actually looks mm-hmm. like contemporary or not really contemporary, but like that retro futurism mm-hmm. kind of thing. And yes, then you look closer. I do like that. Yeah. If they if and and the one thing you brought up, the the subtle monorail on on like the bathroom mirror or whatever, mm-hmm. if they had re- left the Incredibles out of it and gone with a subtle monorail theme yes. and kept so cool. everything else mm-hmm. the same. That'd be really cool. I, I kind I, of feel that way yeah. with all the IP stuff. Like I'm very, yeah. very into Disney parks stuff. Not so much. Mm-hmm. I like Disney movies, but that's not what fills my house. Disney park stuff is yes. where my heart is. Yeah. Right. And, so and the I, carpet, I don't know if you noticed the carpet underneath the beds is a monorail as well. Yeah. The why, has why, the design on it. Why did they mix? Why Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, the incredible that's the part stuff that no they could have left that out. For yeah, me. Well, that was the thing in the in the images of the original room that I saw. They had this really nice like painting of the Incredibles, sort of like hanging off the monorail in like motion and like it going into like a fight or whatever. And it was like really well done, and it looked you know really nice. And they just sort of went with the sort of cheapest, easiest. Yeah, the artwork doesn't bother me. Well, I Thanks, actually Bob. love. Bay Lake Tower, they have that, the design over there is great because it, again, it's, it's upscale, nice finishes. And then the artwork is all really cool, modern. Yeah, like 60s parks. pop style. Yeah. And you know, they're not going to change that. DVC people would revolt if they started. Oh, yeah. Doing yeah it's but almost that, like Warholian art yeah, all over the place cool. over there. Yeah. And that works. And that would have worked, like you said, Dan, that sort of futuristic mod type overlay but just you know they even I, said that it's supposed to it, it, it's evoking tomorrowland with a touch of incredibles and i'm like yeah, no it's incredibles with a touch of tomorrowland yeah, well, yeah. it slaps over the head and and you're the monorail is such an iconic element of that hotel yes that yeah. it's yeah. just baffling that they wouldn't just focus on that mm-hmm. instead you had somebody i don't know how they got that approved it was it's it, they went it's, too far. Bobby Paycheck Putting, saw how much it would yeah. cost to put it together, and he's like, yeah. "This is what." Well, I mean, you could this... kept it to some pretty, some nice, you know, the cool um, Incredibles artwork. There is a nice piece of art in there that I liked. Uh, if that was on the wall, but the rest was sort of monorail theme. Great. Yeah. If you got to throw a little IP in there, that's fine. But this is what happens when you put the parks and resorts in the same general category as merchandising yes. and put it under the control of a guy who came from the merchandising and store mm-hmm. side. Of that's I mean, in their defense, true. though, I before like, that, he was like the direct to video guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in their defense, I like the poly rooms, the, the photos I've seen of what they're doing to the Polynesian. I like how they're using the IP in there. So I figured maybe they'd do that with. It's yeah. not as in your face. It's yeah. been subtly blended in. One thing, if you're going to pick a, uh, a film or a series of films or a color palette to emulate the Incredibles is that weird orangey red, yellow mm-hmm. and black. That's it. Yeah. Yes. And Moana has all those beautiful aqua colors and yes. earth tones and, so so much more to work with there with the Polynesian patterns and things mm-hmm. like that. And this is just. Well, think if they could have they could have focused on the colors of the monorail. There's mm-hmm. some great colors to pick up mm-hmm. from yeah. the monorails. The teal lime and, and the They could have made the yeah. room Purple, smell yeah. like a monorail car. Let's <laughs> not go too crazy. You check in and there's a guy like peeing on your floor and he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you had early check in. I'm still getting everything set up for you here. <laughs> 
We're still generating the mood. Somebody go bring in the baby goats. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of turndown service. <laughs> turndown. Yeah, it's a letdown service. <laughs> yeah, I think they missed the mark on this I one. I will reserve really full do. judgment for when I have stayed there as soon as possible. Yeah. It's yeah, not going to stop me from staying there one at all. I showed my son and he is... was like, let's go there now and stay there. So, yeah. you know, they, they know yeah. who's going to want to stay there. Wyatt thought it was super right. cool too and he's 19 he was like oh i wish we were staying there i was like i'm sorry we're slumming it slumming it over here at wilderness lodge kid what's what's the target's uh opening date for um the they tower? said that it's they're they're um gonna start uh well they're working on that now and then they're gonna start on the lobby july 16th mm, that's and then... true the lobby and the wave is all getting yeah aren't they in the middle like the upper lobby floor with the restaurant and all. I hope they tear out that awful Mary Blair stuff and put in a big sticker of Mr. Incredible. Oh, oh boy. No. <laughs> Bite your tongue. They did say that they're, so the lobby is going to have um, <laughs> some sort of art uh, display that's going to celebrate the history of the resort. So I don't know what that's really going to entitle, but. Oh, I would love it if they did something like how the. Uh, Disneyland Hotel does. Mm-hmm. It could be oh, probably yeah. something like that. That yeah. would be it. Mean, that whole wall yeah. they have down there by Steakhouse 55 and mm-hmm. Disneyland yeah. Hotel is awesome. And yeah, so they're they're going to have the tower rooms. They said projected fall opening, and then they'll be moving on to the garden wing when the towers are done. Tower rooms are done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see if well, they we'll hit see, that. Yeah. That one will just be underminer themed. <laughs> <laughs> garden wing i'm the underminer <laughs> themed after violet's boyfriend <laughs> so i guess we got some crew stuff to talk about should we start off with every bit as uh, disappointing as the rooms of the contemporary is the uh, disney cruise line test sailing yeah the test sailing that hasn't happened yet and now isn't gonna happen for another month did they specifically say a month? I, I, for, they I, said they're pushing it off to July. Yeah. Okay. At, at first, I thought they said indefinitely. Or they <laughs> they're hoping to have it done by, by the end of July. They're having some issues with their testing source. Apparently, um, all of their staff, all their crew members, are required to be vaccinated, but they are still doing some testing. And they had four because crew members. Freedoms. Yeah, they had four crew members test positive. And then the next day, test negative. And so that happens all the time. It does happen all the time. So they say that they don't trust their testing source and they're looking into a new source. I mean, we've only been doing this for a couple of months now. So give it some time and I'm sure they'll get that test down. Yeah. And in (laughs) the meantime, they are having the entire crew. This was the Disney dream that was going to be doing a test. They're having the entire crew quarantine in case it was truly a positive. They need to find that same crew that they use at the Mexican resorts that always comes back negative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just have them yeah. pre-printed. But the good news is they the, um, they also said that these four crew members had been very recently vaccinated. So it's entirely possible that uh, it was recent enough that they did have. They were all asymptomatic, which was good. Um, but they live in such close quarters that. Now they have to be very careful. So they've got to they've got to quarantine the whole staff. It's it's unlikely that it's going to spread, but they have to be careful. So mm-hmm. Disney Cruise Line were at least another month away. It seemed and, like they were rushing some of their uh, uh, reopening stuff a little bit more than the celebrity that just sailed, mm-hmm. but like four days ago, yes. finally left with paying customers, paying, paying customers, and Royal uh, Royal Caribbean. Uh, completed their test cruises successfully. And so now the uh, freedom of the seas is going to start sailing out of um, Miami and they'll be, they'll be having some more sailing out of Florida. And they've, they've come up with an interesting way of getting around Ron DeSantis and his proclamation that you cannot require vaccinations or he will fine you. So what they've decided to do is say, Okay, Ron, out of Florida, they're not requiring guests to <laughs> be fully vaccinated. Uh, other ports, all of their other ports, they are still requiring guests 12 and up be fully vaccinated. Um, Galveston, Alaska. But what they did in Florida 
is they're saying, all right, we won't require vaccination. However, here's a list of restrictions that will be imposed on anyone not vaccinated. And it's steep. First of all, <laughs> they're requiring any any guest who is not willing to prove show proof of vaccination has to have a separate special travel insurance policy that specifically covers at minimum $50,000 specifically related to COVID-19 health coverage, which is a very expensive policy. Let me tell you, the, the, the uh, travel insurers are, are making sure that they're going to recoup their costs on because they will have to you'll have to be covered to be uh, evacuated off the ship private flight back to your port. I was going to say $50,000 probably won't even cover it. Probably will not cover it. I had friends that had to be, had to have their son helicoptered out of, uh, I don't remember where, but somewhere in Mexico, the helicopter medevac flight alone was almost 40 grand. It's so expensive. Um, Then they are making venues on the ship, either restricted or completely off limits. If you're not vaccinated. So bars and restaurants, there no chef's table, no Izumi, no main deck three of the main dining room, which is the most desirable part, not allowed. Uh, basically, none of the bars, the pub, the schooner bar, the Viking Crown nightclub, not allowed. <laughs> so much eating room service the entire time. You're yeah. allowed to come on board, but she not allowed you to get sleep next to the engine. <laughs> guests not allowed to use the solarium pool, the solarium bar, the casino the casino bar (laughs) not allowed to attend the 70s party in studio b the quest game show art auctions the red party they will not be allowed to use the ice skating shows except for specific one specific show that will be for the unvaccinated guests and it'll Mm -hmm. suck (laughs) yep um the theaters their their broadway shows they will have they will not be allowed to attend those. Uh, they'll have a couple of shows that they can attend and only be allowed a specific section that they, they have can to sit, sit up on. in the Lincoln balcony. Yeah. Can't use the spa. <laughs> Can't use the fitness center. I mean, God. it's just they're basically they have said, OK, we will comply with this law, but we will make it so that no one will want to sail. I mean, they're basically confined to quarters. Challenge Essentially, accepted. Yeah. And when you know, you're not, and when you're not in quarters, you have to have a mask. They're going to go on right. there just so they can make TikToks about how outraged they are about their freedoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but they now can't have cell service guests. or Wi-Fi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's turned off for them. <laughs> wow. Now this is for guests ages twelve and up. They will all be allowing children who cannot be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. to travel uh, without these same And that is Royal so, Caribbean. This is Royal it? Caribbean. Yep. And they had so they had they completed their test sailing was successful and uh, I believe the first the first sailing with paying guests will be departing on July 2nd. So that's and that's going to be the Freedom of the uh, Freedom of the Seas out of Miami. That'll be the first one for their for the Royal Caribbean freedoms sound like they don't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it was a, a really, really clever way around. I mean, because they, they were looking at really steep fines from the state of Florida. If they went ahead with requiring vaccination, I feel like they're going to get sued. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But right. will it, will that, will it be successful? I doubt it. People who have been suing for being required to be vaccinated have not found any or people could just get a vaccination if they want to go on there yeah 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 and and like i said there are other ports that they're sailing out of alaska galveston all of those and that's the celebrity sailings that have already left they have required uh, vaccination so Hmm. i don't know if you do you guys uh, uh are you familiar with the tiktok account of the Captain Kate of the Captain of the Celebrity Edge. I yeah, love that. I have actually it's, seen that. It's fantastic. Yeah, I remember I hate her hairless her. cat. <laughs> Bug naked. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It looks like a ball sack with fangs. Exactly. I love watching the TikToks of Bug Naked. I I don't want to touch a hairless cat, but <laughs> feels like a wet peach. Ugh. Because they sweat. And then the 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 
They don't have fur, but it's like fuzz, like a peach. No, thank you. We're getting dangerously close to an explicit label for this episode. (laughs) But uh, she had a a great few TikToks of them welcoming their first guests back. And it's really kind of fascinating because she's basically documented the whole saga of being the captain of that ship while it's been, you know, it's been empty without the passengers and what they had to do to quarantine to get back the way on they the did it was pretty cool they had people so uh, everybody come back like a month before anything happened and all of the people that came from countries where they couldn't get vaccinated easily got vaccinated there and then they all mm-hmm. quarantined in their rooms for more than two weeks yeah they and were, then they, they just get tested every day still and it was it was really really interesting watching all of the preparations it took to get everything back online and mm-hmm. And it's up. just it's so exciting that it's happening again and it's it seems they're 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 going to be successful with all the restrictions they've taken. That's the other thing that the unvaccinated guests who decide to set foot on Royal Caribbean also have to pay for multiple COVID tests <laughs> before and during their cruise and they they're not free. They have to pay for them. <laughs> so but hey, that's we'll their see choice. Who right? does it? Yeah, and that's that's their choice to make. Absolutely. That first sailing is on the "What about my freedoms of the sea?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that don't that tread on correct. me. <laughs> that is. Some correct. might call that the, <laughs> the technical maiden. The <laughs> so a technical maiden voyage or a born again maiden voyage. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Is Virgin well, calling uh, theirs their Virgin voyage? They should. Oh, they, they should. They really no. They're calling should. it the I only does remember. butt stuff voyage. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you guys missed me. On that note, we're so happy to have you back. Just want to keep you on your editing toes. Oh boy, and it's the show with his toes, actually. Yes, yeah, it's I'm talented like that. Well, we'll see what you do with uh, my second. I've got I've got two. I've got a special bonus edition of uh, a trip through the Atlas Export atlas obscura this week so we'll see what you do with the second one because it's good uh but first i was looking for something that was appropriately themed since we're talking about liberty square this week uh looking for something colonial in nature and uh this one i thought tied in pretty well so the liberty tree guys that's a pretty big deal in our nation's history right liberty liberty um yeah i remember all all about that's what they hung Boston. the Liberty Bell off what? of, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, totally. Uh, in in Boston, you know, like they hung all those lanterns off. In yes, Boston. that's just like in Johnny Tremaine. Down. That's yeah, right. It was, yes, uh, is a is a big old tree in the middle of uh, is a large elm tree uh, in the oh. in the middle of downtown Boston, where uh, the Connors hung an effigy of the Stamp Act tax enforcer, uh, and it was ah. kind of led to all kinds of other treasonous activities by those mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those darn rebels anyway so as as happens during the march of time the the town of boston grew up into a major city and now the site where the liberty tree once stood is a big brick building that houses a dunkin donuts and the dmv uh, oh, sorry, it's boston every building houses a dunkin donuts yeah. Right. Yeah. i thought it was gonna be cheers no. <laughs> uh, yeah so the uh there is a memorial to the liberty tree in this building though on the third floor there's a there's a window that if you look really closely, they painted a representation of the Liberty Tree in uh, in the window there. And Can I get a tree-shaped donut? Uh, you might be able to. I just thought it was really funny. Liberty bonsai tree in there. Yes. <laughs> in yeah. the Duncan. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's something, something more than what it has. I just, I thought it was really funny because you've got, it was like this major... They have so many other places around Boston where you can see where history happened, and then the site of this pivotal moment is just this this little painting up high where nobody even sees it. So that's that's my first quick trip to the Atlas Obscura. And then while I was looking for that one, I ran across this headline that grabbed my eye right away, and it was something that you guys would really, really, really want to talk about. So I couldn't pass it up, so we're getting to this week. Here's the headline. The Greasy Pole at St. Peter's Fiesta. That was my in Gloucester, Massachusetts. That's what I was gonna say. St. Peter's <laughs> Greasy Pole. Nick, that was just nickname in high school. 
Uh, yeah, St. So. Paul's Greasy Peter? <laughs> That's Works a different story. Yeah. St. Greasy Peter Pole. <laughs> uh, so, in Gloucester, Massachusetts, fishermen celebrate a successful year at sea by charging a lubed pole to capture an Italian flag. <laughs> Every summer since 1927, the, the town of Gloucester is heavily Italian and they're a bunch of fishermen. Uh, so the St. Peter Festival, they uh, they take this great big pole and... <laughs> St. Peter Festival. And they oh, hang it off no. at the edge of the pier over the water. They let it hang. Wow. The water's cold. And, and they hang an Italian flag off of the end because they're <laughs> proud of their Italian heritage, those Italian stallions. Uh and then they lube it up, and apparently the participants just uh, bring whatever they can find and contribute to the lubrication for the pool, pole, because it says, the pole itself is lubed with everything slippery known to mankind, ranging from axle grease to Tabasco sauce, banana peels to just straight up oil, making it a real challenge to reach the flag. No hot sauce, please. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then you try to run, scramble out to the end of the pole and grab the flag. It's not unusual for participants to emerge from the water with bloodied faces and minor injuries. Um, and police boats are on hand to... Uh, Some of them never walk right again. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it wrong if you end up with a bloody face. Right. Uh, apparently, they give you a trophy, but there's no real prize for... For the competition, you just get bragging rights that you're really good at running I think I've down seen a thing. Looped up I've seen a thing like it might have been that same one, but people trying to scurry out to this thing and they yeah they always wind up falling one leg on each side of the pole and just racking yeah. themselves. <laughs> Ouch! They did that on Survivor. It was in Italy, uh, and they had to run out a greased pole like that. Yes, in this in Survivor the Italy. No, not Survivor. I'm sorry. Uh, the other one. Amazing Race. The Amazing Race. Yep. Yes. Survivor Italy. That would be interesting. What yeah, would that yeah. be like? <laughs> <laughs> you got to survive on this pasta. Try it as Instead of no food, they're gorged with pasta <laughs> yeah. and then made to do <laughs> physical oh, ex- exertions. Super, super full on pescetti. Yeah. And then you puke it all up. That's not mm. fun. <laughs> Yummy. <sighs> Mamma mia. Have you ever eaten so much spaghetti? <laughs> Never mind. That you wanted to grease up your bowl. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I think it's time to bail out this conversation. Stick around because after the commercial break, we're continuing our celebration of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary with a journey back to the time of the original 13 colonies in Liberty Square. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. From this gateway stirs a new nation waiting to be born. Thirteen separate colonies have banded together to declare their independence from the bonds of tyranny. It is a time when silversmiths put away their tools and march to the drums of a revolution. A time for gentlemen planters to leave their farms and become generals. A time when tradesmen leave the safety of home to become heroes. Welcome to Liberty Square. Who was picturing a Ken Burns video while you were here? Yes, 100%. <laughs> I wanted to hear him speak... 
It was a time of discovery. <laughs> Dear Martha, the war is hard. <laughs> yes. Dear Martha, the river of poop that flows through the middle of this place is exquisite. There's a 45-minute wait at Liberty Tree Tavern. I don't know if I'll make it or ever see you again. Dear Martha, it is clear that Hillary Clinton was the original animatronic contingent. You better believe that that is going to sound phenomenal and erudite when I've got uh, the Ken Burns style music yes. band underneath it. <laughs> Wonderful. Some some light fife and drum music. Yes. <laughs> Please, I love a oh, fife. I'm excited. So the roots of Liberty Square, even though it doesn't exist at Disneyland, go all the way it back to Disneyland. It was supposed to. Yeah, and well, it was not so much a square. Oh, no. It was it was going to be Liberty Street. Uh, Street. Well, yeah. Walt, Walt that wanted way it. To, <laughs> or... mm-hmm. Walt wanted it to branch off of Main Street USA and have a mm-hmm. specifically colonial history themed street, kind of like he had plans for Edison mm-hmm. Street and a Haunted House Street. It's interesting when you look at his original idea of this kind of neighborhood of various historical areas that were all going to have their own yeah. but And he wanted that again, or not he, but they wanted to do that again when that thing in Virginia was being oh, handy yeah. to boot. Yes, I I wish that had happened. But, uh, yeah, so uh, so now it's it's uh, in in that nice transition area between uh, between Fantasyland and Frontierland in the Magic Kingdom, and it starts that the interesting transition from through time and across the country in the Magic Kingdom. So it starts uh, it, with the Haunted Mansion in the late 1700s, upstate New York. And then as you travel along through Frontierland over to Big Thunder, it travels through time and across the country where you end up in the 1880s in Southern California at the uh, Big Thunder Mine. Uh, but so uh, there's what is there to do in, in Liberty Square? What's everybody's favorite attraction in Liberty Square? Um, it has to be the Hall of Presidents. I think it's the <laughs> stockades. <laughs> yeah. There's so much to do there. It's hard to pick a favorite. I love to to. to Put my hands in there, pretend I'm in the stocks, and have people throw rocks and garbage in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a picture of my wife in those stocks yes. when she was in the fourth <laughs> or was, fifth grade. I was the one throwing tomatoes ago. at her. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the uh, the brownish, dark, grayish, weird sweat stains that are soaked into the stocks <laughs> there, and you're like, oh, just decades of people's no. grossness all over it. So many cooties. I mean, actually, <laughs> well, I, I loved the when they had the the Muppets there. Yeah. I thought they fit well, and they were. It was so. Did did, did anybody see during the the holidays when they brought that back recently? But yes, yeah, so and they didn't say anything. But they it was speak. weird. Yeah, it was it was very Why, strange. Like I stopped watching, and I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, they couldn't get the 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 voice actors, I guess. And so they were like leaning out the window, like shaking jingle bells and trying to get everyone to sing jingle bells and trying to use pantomime. And it just felt weird. weird. Yeah, I I didn't like it. So I'm hoping they bring them back. I'm glad they had them there, but just the fact that they were silent, it was just kind of. It feels like they did that because they had to have them on display for contractual reasons to keep the IP alive or something. I don't know. I hope they bring them back because that little, that little. Show yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, was and who doesn't love Sam Eagle? Let them <laughs> yeah. take over. Let them take over the Hall of Presidents. Keep the yeah. presidents, but the let the Muppets. But let the yes. Muppets comment on what's going on oh, or interrupt yeah. in oh. hilarious Stabler ways. And Waldorf in <laughs> colonial wigs. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Exactly. And I mean, the That'd Donald Trump so animatronic good. already looks like Sweetums, so it's <laughs> not much of a, of a switch. <laughs> That, that is currently in its, in its refurb to uh, to welcome the new president. How much you want to bet the Donald Trump animatronic is barely visible and when they, silent? When they you think they'll give him any speaking lines? Be, I no, think he'll he will be grumbling be in the back about demanding a recount. <laughs> yeah, I, think he'll, I think he'll be silent yeah. <laughs> every five minutes. Wrong. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> He'll be out back next to Andrew Jackson. Yes. <laughs> I actually saw that uh, attraction for the first time about like two and a half years ago. I, I had my Canadian niece and her fiance were visiting and they were excited to go see it. And 
my family is like, ah, okay. I may have seen it when I was a kid. I don't recall, but actually, I it was pretty. It's a pretty cool attraction. Yeah, it's not something I'd want to see a lot, Multiple but times. it was very interesting. <laughs> and the animatronics are all really well done, except for the one that clearly was going to be Hillary Clinton that they spray painted <laughs> orange and put a different yes. wig on. Yes. Yeah, I've never seen it. I would like to. It's just like the riverboat. I always say I need to go in there and see it, and then something causes me to not be able to. I don't know what it used to look like. It feels very Ken Burns-ish. Lots of photos of the oldie times. It's always like that, yeah. And it has narration from all the different eras and things. It's pretty cool. It's a lot better than the American experience. uh, Oh, for sure. I mean, I always mean to go in there, too, but I I get distracted by a real attraction, so I don't, (laughs) I just don't make it. Which one is that? Should we get that out of the way? That would be the fried shrimp at Columbia Harbor. (laughs) Hey, I love Columbia Harbor. I I get down on that shrimp. (laughs) Yeah, I like the shrimp, and I love, they have a really great tuna sandwich there. Yeah, I've always been like, if only this Captain D's had people wearing tricorn hats, (laughs) and now I have that. (laughs) Long John Colonial Silver. Yes. But I don't uh, care for Columbia Harbor House. There's only one reason to go to Liberty Square, obviously, and that's to ride Haunted Mansion. Of so. course. And then oh. to go into Memento Mori and wonder why they don't make more, like, actual good Haunted Mansion merchandise. I yeah. know, right? They make crap Haunted Mansion. I go in there every time hoping there's going to be well, something new and cool coolest. that I want to buy. I went in there and I was so disappointed. I really wanted one of those spirit jars. Yes. And all they had was two shelves full of the, I think it was like a DVC or AP exclusive. It was the guy, the ghost, the piano player ghost. The one nobody two, wants. Yeah. The entire wall was full of that. They don't have any of the other ones left. I was really. Yeah, they used to have the whole room of that. Those were cool. And then the best thing they ever had in there, they got rid of, which is with the, uh, where your face would change into portraits. one of the ghosts. Did, did you get one of those chests? Yeah, uh, we have one for everybody in my family. We've got them up in yeah. the hallway. Cool. Yeah. Because they had to pay ever. a human being to do it, Heather. That's yeah, why they got rid of it. It did right. take a while. Like, you had to sit for the photo mm-hmm. and then and come back hours later. They had to, and they did an amazing job. It wasn't just like you, you turn so and they cool. just slapped a, a ghost face. It lined up with your features. So it looks really great. I love those things. Mm. They do still have some, there's some cool figurines in there in that area right by the second, by the exit. They have yeah. some great, like, collectible figurines. And then those little uh, dioramas, like you gave me, Jess, yeah. that you put together, those are really cool. Yeah, I have both of those. I wish they'd come out with more. They only came out with two. Mm-hmm. Just the two rooms. Are those those little cardboard ones or the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like little cardboard cool. walls, but then little plastic pieces and All everything's the, and I, miniature. Great. Who doesn't love tiny little set pieces? Right. <laughs> People with babies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Haunted yeah. Mansion, of course, is the greatest. Yeah. And ours is superior, I have to say, to uh, Disneyland. I mean, I wish we had Hatbox Ghosts. I'm going to say, I, if we had Hatbox Ghosts, I'd be in complete agreement there. But I don't know. Disneyland, it's got the history. So, yeah. And I, I like, the, like outside the outside of part. Disneyland's better than... I do, too. Than I like how you oh, enter yeah. right into it. Instead of going around into the carport or wherever. Yeah. Servant's but, entrance. But yeah. I love the room of the like MC Escher staircase room. That whole thing is so cool. It's not in Disneyland. The Walt Disney World one has that super cool family crypt outside that you can push buttons and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I actually like that, that area. So. I think it's. I think that area is fun. A lot of diehard Haunted Mansion fans complain about it because... Because they can. Some nonsense about how it breaks the story, but I think it's fun. So They let the ghost out too early that way. They say you're not supposed to see evidence of the ghosts until later on. Hmm. I mean, you see that carriage right when you're walking up, so... Right, true. And you know what's cool about the carriage? You know know the... I'm sure that you probably know the fun fact about the John Wayne movies? I was using one John Wayne movie, yeah, The Sons of Katie Elder, and it's an actual real hearse that's over 100 years old. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't yeah. know that part. And a real ghost horse that's Walt been standing Disney. there since 1971. The ghost horse is real, too? That's mm-hmm. so cool. Yep. He likes yeah. carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him one next time. Pro tip. Um, <laughs> oh, so uh, we were talking about Memento Mori and that kind of... I was looking at some, some more history stuff there. And there was a whole bunch of shops that preceded the shops that we have now that were 
that were really cool because it fit into kind of like how we talked about last week with uh, with Adventureland, how they had shops that that weren't just full of IP or ride related stuff. They were thematic to the land. So Memento Mori at one point was the Yankee Trader Shop, and it was all kitchen gadgets and Smucker's mm-hmm. jams and jellies. Oh, I remember that. All right. uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and 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 this went with some of the other shops that they had. The the cast members in there were dressed up in their. I mean, obviously they wear the costumes that are period appropriate. And for example, there used to be a silversmith shop. But was there a place where you could make your own candles? Uh, no, uh, no. But there was a perfumery there where you oh, could. Okay. Uh, have your individual scent blended for you. If I can't make a candle out of beef tallow, then it's not not authentic. Beef tallow, I guess. That's what they used to serve with the giant turkey legs, a side of beef tallow. Uh, The 70s. Let's bring that back. Did you ever turn your own butter? No, (laughs) but you should. That was going to be the same for... That's what I told her I was Send doing. some Imagineers <laughs> to Colonial oh. Williamsburg and come That's back right. with some ideas. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so on the other side of the land, they had, like I said, the uh, the silversmith shop, which they had, like, high-end silver. It was supposed to be... So where was this? Like, uh, well, I'm about to tell you. It was... Thank you, Dan. <laughs> there I'll were two shops. Here. <laughs> there were two shops that can that combined into the Christmas shop, and one oh, was okay. one was the silversmith, and the other was an antique store, uh, which is kind of like what they had oh. in uh, they had one in Disneyland in in uh, New Orleans Square, also. But this this antique store was open until 1996, and it was real antiques, and they had some really oh. expensive, really rare, weird stuff. They would send huh. shoppers out, and and they just fill it up with whatever they whatever they found. It's um, kind of cool, though. I like that seems idea. Seems weird to be leaving a yeah. theme park with like a baby carriage Look from at the eighteen hundreds. Right. I just bought in Liberty yeah. Square. Right, and that's more like Check that's more like first. Shifero. You gotta be careful not to bust up that Shifero. This is on water. You might end up the monorail. You can get yourself in some real trouble for busting up Shifero's. Anybody? Nope. To kill a mockingbird? Yes. In a way. <laughs> oh, nerd I don't alert. raid. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, those two shops became the Christmas shop, which uh, is there now. Ye oldie Ye Christmas old. shop? Ye oldie Christmas shop, which apparently some people complain is not historically accurate because Christmas wasn't widely oh, uh, come celebrated in the colonial you know times. Is <laughs> 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 widely celebrated in Liberty Square, so I don't really well, think it needs to be about the Yeah, they also probably didn't have hand-painted umbrellas. Right. Yes. They didn't have a hot dog stand outside of a haunted shop. house either. So, like, uh, they did have tri-cornered hats. Uh, though, which there used to be a tricornered hat shop in. That's oh, right, I remember that. Oh. Like, why don't you I wish they you still had it? Where I could get my name Jeffy stenciled oh, right yes, on there. Yes. <laughs> Jeffy on one side and Poop Canal on the other. <laughs> Admiral Jeffy Poop Canal. Ditch, your service. It was, it was Poop <laughs> Ditch. Sorry, Poop Ditch. <laughs> Reporting for duty, sir. Reporting for duty. <laughs> You're no affiliation with me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I guess I guess we did cover that on a, a the, the controversy on a previous show, yeah. the bit of controversy about whether the brown pathway is supposed to be a poop river or not. Mm-hmm. It'll always be a poop river to me. Spoilers uh, for me too. For yep. me too. Yeah. And I mean the fact that there are no public bathrooms Ooh, in the square. Yeah. That's authentic. So yeah, that's true. It does. It, do, it does become a problem in Liberty Tree Tavern because the bathrooms there is small and gross, and yeah. you don't want to again walk historically all the way accurate. To, Wait, it is historically there's no accurate. Public restroom in Liberty Square. No, no you got to visit Rapunzel's them. Pooper. Yes, they have to have them in the in yeah. uh, Columbia Harbor House and in liberty tree square because oh, and it of, used to uh, be health codes but yeah it used now they yeah they took the nearest bathroom out when they expanded the queue of peter pan because yes. that used to be the yep. and put it across the street interesting yeah um, i remember leaving the waffle hut place there mm, and i couldn't hollow. find a bathroom very close sleepy hollow yum yes that's home of home of 
a beloved traditional colonial era re- recipe, the, the Nutella deer. waffle sandwich. Yes, the <laughs> sweet Thai chili chicken waffle. Yeah. <laughs> That's, people complain about ye old Christmas shop, but not that. But, but not ye old waffle shop. Right. Or yes. the ye oldie in general. That sells funnel cakes. Right. Um, Jeff, you mentioned that you're you're a fan now of the of the riverboat. I, guess I love that riverboat. So it took me till I was like five years ago old to ride that thing. But it's, it's uh, I don't know, it's just something about it. They do the whole blowing of the whistle thing and the whole, it's it's like a whole set piece there. They mm-hmm. really play in character there and ding-dong in the bell. But as you're going along and that thing, you get going, it's a great view of all of uh, Liberty Square and into Frontierland. Mm-hmm. And then you get awesome views of the backside of not just water, but Big Thunder Mountain back there. You can't no. see it all from any other place. Then they used to have like a, uh, or briefly they had a, a, like a dessert party on mm-hmm. the boat. Yeah, and Tiana like, had. Yeah, a, it was Tiana's dessert party. I had some all clients time. I booked one time for that thing, and they ended it and didn't honor her tickets, and never oh. told me or I the client that, was that on they the, the, the that big. The, the big ferry boat that came across Seven Seas Lagoon, and then it parked and watched the fireworks. No. No, it was to watch the parade. No, it was, it was right when... when um, it was a festival whatever. of fantasy uh, tie-in. With yeah, the okay. they had a whole dessert party on there it, it, while it was docked, and it would chug around. I have and, never ridden it. And Tiana was on there. It was like a character dessert party thing. I haven't been on never since I was a kid. It, really? No, she I haven't. She rode it with me. <laughs> Well, we'll have to remedy that last week. Perfect. <laughs> Did you know that at one point there was not one, but two riverboats on the rivers of America there in the Magic what? Kingdom? Yeah. What? Did not yeah. know that. Uh, in 1973, a second riverboat, the Richard F. Irvine, debuted, uh, named after a Disney uh, Imagineer. Uh Unfortunately, unfortunately, in 1980, one of the riverboats met with a terrible, terrible accident. They took it out to dry dock for for a refurbishment. And while they were lifting up by the crane, it slipped and they completely crushed it. And so now they only have one riverboat. <laughs> oh, my God. It's interesting. Well, A, that's really awful that that happened. But B, why in the world did they need two of these riverboats? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they thought they wanted more moving on the river, kind of like how they have the sailing ship and the riverboat at uh, Disneyland. Oh, at Disneyland, sure. Mm-hmm. And I will say, when I first wrote it in like 1985 or whatever, it was packed. It was a popular attraction still. So, it was a D yeah. ticket ride. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, it was full when I wrote it as a kid. So I guess that's they needed to to, to churn people through. It was still a viable attraction. Now it doesn't seem to to do very much, but. At this point, it, it seems Liberty Square is m- mostly like a, a breeze through. When right. it, when it's really busy yeah. in there, that's kind of all it is. It gets backed up. Everybody's just. I feel like I'm never quite through. sure where it stops in Frontierville in uh, begins. Well, yeah, I think is it that, like over by uh, Country Bears? Is that where it officially ends? Or? I, mean, uh, I guess the well, the I think the Golden Horseshoe or former Golden Horseshoe is kind of the transition point. Ah, uh, okay. As, that, as, that makes sense. Or I'm sorry, the it's the diamond, the diamond horseshoe. Yes, golden. Everything's just one better than right. Disneyland. <laughs> I think because I think I think architecturally that's kind of where it starts to transition to the old westy stuff. Also, the golden horseshoe is supposed to be in like Missouri or something like that. Mm, so okay. it's kind of so we're not moving quite across the country and west. through time right there. Got yeah. It. Um, but yeah, it is. And, and even like the Haunted Mansion is kind of just tangentially in there. It doesn't really mm-hmm. feel like it's thematically. It sort of feels like you're already out of Liberty Square by the time you're back over there. But I guess you really aren't. Yeah. Um, I had one other fun fact that might only be fun and interesting to me because I'm a nerd. But uh, <laughs> we, talked, are. <laughs> we talked about the Great Big Tree uh, in in uh, Adventureland last week. Uh, and the there's the Liberty Tree that is... Uh, present in the middle of Liberty Square there and that one is an actual live oak tree and it's the oldest tree in the park it's over oh. 100 years old 
And and there's two interesting. Well, there's a couple of interesting things about it because it was already huge when they moved it because they wanted something that was big enough to look like the Liberty Tree in the movie Johnny Tremaine, mm-hmm. where they hang the lanterns. And there's a lantern in that tree for each of the original thirteen colonies. Uh, yep. Fun fact: thirteen lanterns. Yep. Um, so uh, Bill Evans was actually involved in landscaping Disneyland, and then he came over to Walt Disney World and he used a technique that he used for moving palm trees. And also for lifting, uh, when they built the Matterhorn, he had to figure out a way how to get all these great big pine trees up onto the Matterhorn. So mm-hmm. he used this technique where he like figured out how he could drill holes through the trunk of the all tree. The way through. And he puts a great big metal rod through and lifts it up with a crane and then patches it back up with a wooden plug after he's done moving it. Uh, huh. And that doesn't kill the tree. Yeah, no, he figured out a way, this tree surgery stuff. But so, so if they moved it, there's Walt Disney World property has basically like a tree library where they have all these plants that they can use for different areas because there's certain plants that they use over and over again. You've been there? Mm hmm. That's into it, but we drove right by it and they pointed out all the the different things there. It's uh, sort of back behind the. Animal Kingdom Park. Okay. Oh, yeah. back when you got to it's do that. Amazing. Really That's amazing. part of the full day uh, tour. What's that super long tour that they do? Oh, mm. I can't remember what that one is called. They haven't done it in a while. Um, uh, it's it's, a it was an amazing day. tour. It was all yeah. day. Uh, but they backstage take you back and show you backstage magic. Yeah, backstage magic. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, they, yeah, so they, they have, and they do have, they have all these backup plants that they can move around wherever they need them. And there's actually a backup Liberty tree in that, in that nursery area era. Oh, so if, if this one catches a blight or gets old and starts rotting out or something, they can bring. They have one. another 135 mm-hmm. year old tree. Another Just understudy tree ready to go. <laughs> yeah, they do. So. And it, that, that was the coolest part of the thing. They kind of just pulled off to the side of the road and pointed out all these different things. Where it's, it's sort of sectioned into tropical plants and mm-hmm. bushes and shrubs and trees and northwest and all the oh, different cool. kinds of trees. So when they go to build some land, they're like, oh, these tropicals are whatever they need. Right. And they bring them in there really early so that they can acclimate and... Uh, get to used the to the Florida, Florida temperature. temperature, soil, mm-hmm. and water table, because apparently it's hard to grow stuff in Florida that's not native there because of the salt in the water table. And it's oh, hot, so they have to get stuff there get years ahead there. of time. <laughs> so, like all that stuff, like in Pandora, they probably brought in around the time they announced they were coming. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-five years. Sat there for ten years. <laughs> Bill Evans is super interesting. I'd like to find a way to talk about him for maybe like just a topic uh, of a show sometime. But he's he was one of the guys that was involved in figuring out how to take the stuff that they had to work with in Anaheim and make it into jungles and all these different mm-hmm. things because like everything was local and they went and scrounged and literally begged people for trees. They're like, hey, do you want to take that tree down in your yard? It's old and getting really big. We'll take it for you. If you let us have the tree for free, we'll remove it from your yard. And plant huh. something else yeah. probably instead. Yeah, and, and and he did a lot of this, like, figuring out how to use local plants for... So it's, that's really interesting. So I thought that was... I love stuff like... Yeah, that's cool. A neat a neat fact about there. They also have the, the replica Liberty Bell, which is uh, allegedly, as far as anybody can tell, it's actually pulled from the... Uh, the actual mold of the, the real mold. Liberty Bell in mm-hmm. France. Yeah, and it was cast um, in France by the by a foundry there who. Uh, yep. Does. Is it crack? Uh, they molded a crack into they, it. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they crafted a crack. Yes, very just carefully. like the French would. That <laughs> <laughs> ain't my Liberty Bell. <laughs> These colors don't run. My bell don't crack. <laughs> These bells don't crack. All right. Well, anyway, um, so the last thing I wanted to, to ask you guys about is that every, every land we've kind of talked about a little bit of blue sky daydreaming. So what what would you like to add to the Liberty Square area to kind of zhuzh it up mm-hmm. a little bit? Zhuzh it. A lot more I haunted think I kind of already. Yeah, more haunted mansion. <laughs> just I, more. I just uh, I loved the what they did with the Muppets, and I wish they would make a whole attraction yeah. like that. That's yeah. Sammy. I love that. 
blue sky idea of having injecting the Muppets into the Hall of Presidents. It's yeah. pretty dry now. Right. Yeah. If you could keep it educational, because it really is a, a good attraction anyway, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a little dry. Then you could have at great moments in presidential history. But just the American ones. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, just the great good presidents. moments in history, but just the American ones. I mean... <laughs> Who doesn't love the Muppets? You know, it would really plus Liberty Square is if they took the barbecue place, the Regal Eagle, yes. and put it in there. Yeah. there that is yeah. a great idea. Just I open mean, up I a second location. Like, I like Liberty Tree Tavern, but is Thanksgiving dinner every day really that representative of American food? It's really not. And it's not. tough eating that. Like, if you're in the, there in the summer, load up oh, on all yeah. that heavy food Lunch. and then try to walk around the parks. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but a Regal Eagle type smokehouse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do that with I can handle that. <laughs> Dan, you recently tried the turkey legs. It, oh, yeah. We, can, we got we got that one for you in Liberty Square. Yeah, I don't mind the turkey legs. I'll eat a, well, I'll eat a portion of a turkey a leg. Did we get that at the, oh, no, that was at the place that sells pickles and fresh fruit. And... Mm, it's the oddest little snack. The yeah. little market. I love that seating yeah. area that they put back there. That's though. really that's, nice. That's relatively yeah. new, and it's Didn't nice. She, and like they've got a little fence up so that people don't just walk into it. Mm-hmm. Did, did they used to have a baked potato bar at that yeah. little place? Is it yeah. still there? It no, is. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, okay, good. It's been a little while because it's think, a little. Yeah. It's an odd collection of things you can get there. A giant pickle, a turkey leg, bag of Doritos. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another authentic colonial <laughs> favorite. Sorry, guys. Um, back in the Liberty Square times, they did not yeah. have Doritos or pickles. Those were invented at Disneyland and, uh, Park. A bag of. Uh, Pineapple. You can get that there. Yes. Pineapple yeah. or a pickle. That's odd. Pineapples and pickles. That's what I think of when I think of liberty. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a little popcorn cart. We were that was that was a yeah. day day of snacks. We were I was getting yeah, popcorn. Right next to the Liberty Bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Uh they did have there was uh rumors and supposedly leaks about information about uh plans for a haunted mansion uh restaurant a few years ago yes came out that was going to be like a highly themed uh PR guest type experience make the diamond shoot what do we yes, say that diamond diamond horseshoe called. make that a they could build that to look colonial and go right into or columbia harbor stuff. house there you go yeah i mean nobody's gonna miss it no, Nobody's I mean I do like it. it, but I don't I mean, think Captain anybody D will miss still it. exists, so we're all good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I, I trust wonder, the Gordon's uh, actually, fisherman, if... all right? <laughs> <laughs> he knows what you did last summer. <laughs> I wonder actually if that's going to reopen soon now that they don't need it for the Peter Pan line. Yeah, they were serving the food of Columbia Harbor House over <laughs> at the <laughs> Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland Terrace, Terrace which so used weird. to be a noodle bowl place. I yes. don't know what's right. going on. Apparently, in, to, in the future, they serve crappy fried fish. <laughs> yeah. That location has such an identity problem. They just don't seem to find anything that fits there. Well, it's just a pass-through to get to the Instagram wall. Yes, right. 100%. One thing that I've always thought would be cool, and last week we talked about it would be nice to have some more add some more dark rides. Sleepy Hollow. They could do a really oh, cool yeah. Ichabod uh, dark ride. Oh, for yeah. sure. Make it trackless. Make it, you know how the, in Winnie the Pooh, it feels like you're bouncing with Tigger. It can mm-hmm. be like, like no, you're I on don't. the yeah. horse. Because I'm an adult. Get well, some I have small children that make me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some Nathaniel Hawthorne back in there. Like, Scarlet Letter recreation. Uh, we can, well, I mean, we can I throw rocks that. and garbage at uh, <laughs> at the town hussy. No, that was colonial wow. times, right? I was I was mostly yeah, excited. The times really weren't that fun. <laughs> yeah, they really weren't. No, I was mostly excited about getting that sweet Bing Crosby yeah. soundtrack to to uh, Ichabod going in in the yeah. ride. Yeah, Maybe okay. we could burn yeah. witches out on Tom I was going to say Island. Salem witch trials. Let's yeah. have some witch trial yeah. recreations every day. Turn that into a spooky, oh, like, wait. coven <laughs> area. Yeah. We have the stocks. There's already... Like yeah. the Blair Witch Project out there on the island. They could Oof. do like they could do the projection mapping and make it look like you're on fire while you're at the stake, you know. Like, oh, great idea! Awesome. It would be a great photo. Really plus the stockade it, area. Photo. <laughs> just, just really plus it up. Donkey witches. 
family <laughs> put in a Johnny Tremaine like yeah, a, a right. exhibit where like it makes you look like your hand is fused together from a smelting accident like his was <laughs> smelting. Smelting. That book, that book freaked me out as a child. Uh -huh. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I, I was very concerned for a long time about pouring molten silver all over my. Heart. Yes, I still am concerned about that child. About that child spent many years with his something? thumb fused to his hand. Come on, people. I'm going to smile and nod as if I know what we're talking about. You didn't I have the same reading my, list as we had. My, <laughs> I stand by my former assertion that we need to be able to make candles out of beef tallow. Mm -hmm. that's, that's my blue sky. That's your blue sky. <laughs> yes. It doesn't take much to make Heather happy. <laughs> wow. I just want to make a candle. A little beef fat and some, yes. some cotton some wick. And... Yeah. Bob's your uncle. Ah, my honeymoon. I can imagine that candle. I can imagine that candle smells really good when you burn it. Cool. Where, where, which restaurant is it that gives you the beef candle? Flosvier Cafe. <laughs> oh, which Ground which restaurant actually it. gives you the beef yeah. candle? That's Toledo. Yeah, yeah. It has not reopened yet. The, no, the, the melted beef fat that you pour on your steak. Mm. It's so good. You get the <laughs> guests. Wasn't patty enough. You get the guests to make the beef candles in Liberty Square, and then they ship yes. them over to yes, over to the restaurant, and then you can melt it and pour it over your steak. <laughs> Still remember the look you, on Jeff's face when they brought that, and presented it to him. Was it the happiest you've ever been? <laughs> I was confused. But okay with it. Yes. <laughs> Slightly too messing. Oh, the night I lost my virginity. <laughs> well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to explore the history and haunts of Liberty Square or anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a colonial-era silversmith shop full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with the no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. See you real soon. Squeegee. I think it was our great first president, George Washington, who said, and I quote, I cannot eat at flows. <laughs> <laughs> to ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.